Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Stocks and Coffee. I'm Travis, your Stock Geek. Today is Friday, September 9th, 2022. Stocks have started the day in the green with the S&P index up about 1.4%, the NASDAQ and the Russell indices up just about 2%. That follows a positive day for the indices yesterday as well. Indices were up about a half a percent to three quarters of a percent yesterday. Had some pretty big gainers out there as well. Lyft was up 17% yesterday on M&A rumors. Asana was up about 25% after a pretty good earnings report, and the CEO is also buying $350 million worth of stock, putting his money where his mouth is, so to speak. And we also saw Rivian up 11% after announcing a partnership with Mercedes to build EV vans. Snapchat was up 9% after a internal memo was leaked showing goals for 2023 that are very aggressive in terms of revenue and customer growth. And we had a few losers like Mastercraft down 13%. They reported pretty good earnings but had very conservative guidance suggesting that there could be some weaker macro impacting the boating market going into the later parts of this year. American Eagle also was down 9% after showing some margin pressure and missing some of their earnings targets. So it is a little bit weak in some areas still retail you know, having some margin pressures out there and some companies facing margin pressures with inflation. But, you know, the positive news is inflation is actually starting to come down a little bit, at least from the commodity side. So we see that, you know, crude's obviously been pretty weak in recent weeks. Gas has been weak. We started to see some rollover in prices of used car prices and even parts of the housing market. So one big area, obviously, that the market's been worried about inflation is starting to cool a little bit at least incrementally. So I mentioned earlier in the week, we've got a big CPI report that's due next week to report the August inflation numbers in the U.S. I do expect that will show a softening number to about 8.4% year-over-year inflation. That will be below the, I believe it was 8.9 we got last month, and of course it was 9.1 the month before. So it's still a high number, but that would suggest if we do get something like 8.2 next week that you know the peak may have been reached, at least in the short run, in inflation. Looking in on commodities today, crude is up 3%, getting a little bit of a bounce. Uh, copper up half a percent, natural gas up about 2%. But interestingly, yields are down 4 to 5 basis points on the yield curve. So the bond market is suggesting you know it is starting to cool a little bit as well in terms of pricing in higher rates. Uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum up strongly today. Bitcoin up 9%, Ethereum up about 5%. So the crypto market is bouncing, suggesting a more risk-on environment. And crypto stocks are also doing very well today. Early gainers, we see Coinbase, Riot, Mara, all those crypto-focused stocks up almost 10% today. We see that DocuSign is up 9% today after putting a pretty good earnings report up after it had a couple of stinkers in the last couple of quarters. They did guide to mid-teens growth, which was above guidance, and uh, they'll be searching for a new CEO. They've got some candidates that they're looking at currently. Zscaler also in the software sector, in the security side of software, up about 19% after they beat expectations. Billings were growing 57% year over year, and they also guided further growth above expectations for the next quarter. So security is still pretty hot overall for some of these companies in that space. Uh, nice to see some of the software winners there today. Um, early losers, we did see, you know, some of the meme stocks, uh, like Blue Apron pulling back a little bit, but Blue Apron's actually positive again now. 
Uh, it's been an interesting one. It was up quite a bit yesterday. I'm probably going to do a further detailed podcast deep dive on Blue Apron again. I've mentioned it on the podcast several times, uh, but yesterday it had a nice run. I think it was up something like 16% yesterday. It's basically doubled in about a month or two time frame, and it looks like it could go further in terms of short squeeze. The fundamentals maybe haven't gotten a whole lot better in the last couple weeks or certainly since they reported their last quarter. But, you know, they've got this financing that's pending. If it goes through, that would be a positive. That would help their balance sheet and liquidity. Um, I've got some concerns about how some of this financing has been done. But nonetheless, you know, if that does come through, it's going to solve a key liquidity issue for the company. It's, the stock is highly shorted. Uh, it's just a really interesting situation all around. It definitely fits the pattern of a meme stock. So we're going to have to see if the run continues. Uh, but it's gone from three to eight in the sp span of about two to three months. And some people believe it could have room to move much, much higher. So I want to dive a little bit deeper into the backstory on that at some point here in the next few days. So look forward to that. Um, but yeah, that stock actually did recover from uh, an early down day. And most of the stocks that I'm looking at today are in the green. We see quite a few of the higher risk stocks moving five to 10% today. Um, you know, on the loser side, there's a few pharma stocks uh, in the red um, in phase in the solar sectors down uh, five or six percent today. But it's been a strong one. So it's just giving back some of those gains. We've got um, Zero Fox, a DSPAC uh, in the software space. It's been under pressure in recent sessions. That's down today. A couple of just one off stocks like uh, National Beverage, which reported earnings. Fizz is the ticker on that one. Uh, they are, I believe, the owners of the LaCroix sparkling water brand. Uh, a little bit weaker than expected earnings there. So just some one-offs. Like I said, for the most part, uh, we have significantly more gainers than losers out there today in the market. And a number of, number of stocks that are bouncing, in fact. Yeah, I mean, I think that's mostly the summary for today. You know, one other thing from yesterday, the European Central Bank did raise rates 75 basis points as expected. So uh, that was pretty much in line with expectations. Canadian unemployment was one weird piece of data that we got today. That was worse than expected. Their unemployment rate rose to 5.4% versus 4.9% last month. The consensus was for unemployment to rise to 5%. So that Canadian unemployment is uh, kind of an interesting negative data point. Um, you know, their housing market has been weakening as well. They share a lot of same economic similarities with the U.S., uh, so interesting to note that tick up there, but we'll have to keep an eye on that. I'm um, not sure why that would be so much weaker than some of the other unemployment data we've seen out of the U.S., for instance. In fact, yesterday we had the weekly unemployment claims in the U.S. actually tick down from prior weeks. So it's a pretty strong employment picture out there in the U.S., but Canada, for, for some reason, seeing a little bit of a different picture, at least according to the monthly unemployment report here. Next week, big thing on the docket for macro data is going to be that CPI report that comes out, I believe, on Tuesday. Fed will be meeting on September 20th and 21st, so we're not too far out from that. Currently, the market's pricing in a 75 basis point hike at about an 80 to 85 percent probability. I, I think it is possible that they could only hike 50 basis points, but probably not very likely. I mean, Nick Timmerhouse from the Wall Street Journal is often 
one that's been known to leak uh, what the Fed is going to do. And he had had an article out earlier in the week saying that the Fed is likely to do 75 basis points. Uh, There was a speech from a Fed member earlier today, I believe, that suggested that the Fed could go to 4% rates by the end of the year. That would suggest a 75 basis points raise at this meeting, a 50 basis point hike at the following meeting, and then a 25 basis point cut at the December meeting, which is the final meeting of the year. So uh, that would put us at about 4% if that were uh, to be the case. So we will see a Fed that starts to get less aggressive on rate hikes, especially with energy prices headed down. I think that they need to be a little bit more cautious about hiking rates so aggressively. We know that it's had a negative effect on the housing market as well. So at some point, I think they're going to be forced to have to slow down significantly on rate hikes, even though the Fed is still out there with tough talk about rates. But for now, you know, the market seems to be shaking off concerns uh, about rates in the short run. We'll have to see, you know, if in two weeks time we flip back to the market freaking out about inflation or rates. But, you know, the good news, like I said, is that the actual inflationary pressures from some of the areas we've been concerned about, like energy, have been coming off in the recent weeks. And that could provide some leeway for the Fed to start to get less aggressive later in the year. We'll see. All right, everyone, that's it for me today. Go enjoy the start of your weekend and keep a lookout for that special episode that I'm hoping to put out this weekend. Until then, see you soon. Cheers.